from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is the Fight for Monday Night, and I am Mike De Niro. This is the podcast where we go back in time. Monday Nitro versus Monday Night Raw. We relive the war, the fight for Monday Night, the Monday Night War, as seen through the eyes of me, Mike De Niro. But before we get to this stacked show, I want to thank all our fans for subscribing to the podcast and following us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Also, thank you for everybody who checked out the new website, Wrestling Headquarters. Check it out if you haven't. Let's get into the stack show. We are going to go back in time to November 13th, 1995. We're going to start out with Monday Nitro. On this episode of Nitro, we start out with Hulk Hogan in a mask. He's wearing like this Phantom of the Opera black mask. He has a hood on. He has a sword in his hand. And he's cutting this promo talking about how he's ascend- well descending into the dark side. And he's coming for the Dungeon of Doom. He wants to make the ultimate sacrifice. He's talking about the prayers, the vitamins, the Hulkamaniacs will live forever. And this was really hokey. This was really weird. This was really weird. Uh, seeing Hulk Hogan with the Phantom of the Hopper mask with a sword. I don't know where this is going. All I know is I thought that this was going to set up this show for failure because I thought this was very weird, very hokey, and I thought this is not going to be a good show. But boy, was I surprised because this was the only hokey thing on the whole show. This was a stacked, stacked show on the wrestling side, and I was thoroughly surprised. I really enjoyed this Monday Nitro. The first match of the night, we get Ming versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man is also in all black here. He's his uh he's descended into the dark side with Hulk Hogan. Which is funny because if you look at their in-ring gear at the time, Hogan and Macho Man are wearing what they will be wearing when they join the NWO. But at this time there is no NWO. So this is just their dark side gear, which I think is funny that they bring this back like a year or two later. But anyway, Macho Man versus Ming. Macho Man gets the win. Really good opener. I enjoyed this matchup. I give it a three stars out of five. After the match, Shark, who is Earthquake, I still think that the whole Shark gimmick and 
Forget it. I'm, I was about to say the shark gimmick in the Dungeon of Doom, but I think the whole Dungeon of Doom is corny, and I can't wait for this to just dissolve and disband because right now it's just like shark and Zodiac and bro. Anyway, shark he comes out attacks. Lex Luger comes out. He helps out with the attack. He joins. No, he doesn't join the Dungeon of Doom, but he's helping the Dungeon of Doom. They try to break Macho Man's arm. The feud between Lex Luger and Macho Man is going to continue here. The next match we get is. Kensuke Sasaki from Japan versus Chris Benoit. This was an excellent sprint. They went maybe at most five minutes, but there was a lot of action in that five minutes. I don't know if something happened on WCW Saturday Night where they announced that Chris Benoit joined the Four Horsemen, but very like nonchalantly, Eric Bischoff says the newest member of the Four Horsemen, Chris Benoit. So I'm sure there was an announcement made, but if that was the announcement by him just coming out and they saying the newest Four Horsemen member, then that would have been very, very just whack to have it that way. Because Arn Anderson's talking about a fourth man, a fourth man, and it's revealed here that that fourth man is Benoit. But if there wasn't like a formal announcement from the Four Horsemen, it just, I don't know, that would have been corny. So I, I'm not going to judge that. I'm sure there was something that was announced on WCW Saturday night, the prior Saturday before this Nitro. But anyway, back to this match. Really good matchup. I wish it was longer, but really enjoyed it. Chris Benoit picks up the victory here. I'm giving this a 3.5 out of 5. Really enjoyed this. After this matchup, we go right into another phenomenal matchup. Eddie Guerrero versus Johnny B. Bad for the WCW television title. Really, really good matchup. They had great chemistry with each other these two guys really tore it down and it was getting really intense because they went from excellent flawless wrestling holds to throwing jabs and punches and trying to hurt the other man there you go the 10 minute time limit this match got well 10 minutes is not a lot but a lot more time than Kenzo Suzuki, well, Kenzo, Kenzuki Sazaki and Chris Benoit and Macho Man and Ming got. So they gave this, they dedicated a lot of time on this show to Guerrero and B-Bad. They go the time limit draw. There was a little brawling afterwards, a little pull apart, but afterwards there was a sign of respect by both because they both just tore the house down. This gets four out of five stars for me. I really enjoyed it. We are told that Hulk Hogan wants to confront Sting. Sting is... He, he's basically on Hulk Hogan's radar now because of the whole alliance Sting has with Lex Luger. So Hulk Hogan wants Sting next week. The Giant comes out. He has a promo with the Taskmaster. This is the same regurgitated shit that they're talking about that's leading to World War III having the title on the line in the 60-man three-ring battle royal. This was okay. The main event of this show was yet another phenomenal matchup. Sting versus Dean Malenko. Sting came out, he got the loudest pop of the night. And that might be for both Raw or Nitro because Sting really was loved by this crowd. Everywhere he goes, he gets a big pop. It's funny because even like a couple weeks back, I remember when I was talking about the WCW, I believe, Go Home show it was in Chicago before Batch, not Batch at the Beach, before Halloween Havoc. That show where the crowd was very anti, like, babyface. They booed Hogan. They booed Savage. Sting came out as a babyface and was cheered like all hell. So 
everywhere they go, Sting is the one constant to get a giant, giant pop. He had really, really good chemistry with Dean Malenko. I know later on in the WCW ranks throughout the years, guys like Malenko, guys like Jericho, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, they don't really mix it up with guys like Sting guys in the heavyweight division because they get kind of loopholed into the cruiserweight division when that becomes a big thing of the WCW Nitro show. So it was really cool to see them mix it up here. And they had a really good matchup. Sting wins. This was the main event, which was also cool to see that get some time. You got three badass matches on the show. And a really good match between Ming and Macho Man also. So getting to see Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Chris Benoit all on one show. Getting to see Sting, Macho Man, Ming. This might have been the best wrestling that we've seen on Nitro as an altogether show. I think since they started, because if you remember, like I was saying, you would have a great matchup by a guy like Eddie Guerrero, and then you would have like Disco Inferno versus freaking the American Males. And it's like, dude, how are you even putting that up against a match like Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit? But Sting is one of those guys who can hang with anybody. And talking about Sting, I don't usually, you know, I don't usually talk about modern stuff on the nostalgic shows that I do. But it's just crazy to see Sting back in the day, surfer gimmick, having a great match with Dean Malenko, and then Sting 2020 showing up at AEW and getting the pop of the century and is in the news now, once again, is the biggest story in wrestling, Sting in AEW. Shout out to Sting, man. True legend. Every time this guy's on the television, whether it's from the 90s all the way to 2020, I am invested. So all these people saying, oh, he's old, no one wants to see them, piss off. Because if you're a fan of this show and you think that way, I would rather you not listen to me because I don't want people like you listening. Respect the ones who came before you and paved the way. Respect the people that made this business what it is today. And Sting is one of those forefathers. But anyway, great match. I also give this a four out of five. Sting then cuts a promo. He says that, he has nothing against Hulk Hogan, but he's willing to face him next week. So it looks like the main event for next week's show, and I'm very hyped for this, is going to be Sting versus Hulk Hogan. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, 
your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Everyone knows the history between Sting and Hogan later on. Everyone knows Crow Sting versus Hollywood Hogan. But this is a precursor to that. This is Surfer Sting versus Red and Yellow Hogan. So I'm going to be really hyped for that. Great, great, great episode of Nitro here on November 13th, 1995. I'm giving this show a clean 4 out of 5. Really, really, really solid episode of WCW Nitro. Let's go to Monday Night Raw. WWF, Monday Night Raw, November 13th, same night, 1995. Let's see how they combat such a stellar performance by Nitro. The opening matchup, well, the opening segment, is supposed to be Hunter Hearst Holmes Lee versus Henry O. Godwin. They show highlights of last week when Triple H slopped Henry Godwin with the slop. Henry Godwin comes out. Well, Triple H comes out. He's in the ring. Hunter Hearst Holmes Lee is in the ring. Henry Godwin then comes out. He slops himself before the matchup on the steps of the ring. Hunter Assembly is then disgusted, runs out of the ring, but then slips on the slop that's outside of the ring and is chased off by Henry O. Godwin. Yeah. So on one channel, you have the Macho Man Randy Savage in a competitive matchup against Ming, a true legend in this business, Haku. And on this channel, you've got a guy dumping slop on himself and another guy running away from the guy with slop all over him and slipping on the slop. <sighs> anyway, Survivor Series 1995 is this Sunday. And there will be a dedicated show to Survivor Series 1995 next Monday on the Fight for Monday Night. So... And let's just say, this whole show did not build up to this match. Well, it had segments and it had last minute build to the show, but did not really get me excited to watch this show. So, I'm just hoping it's not a chore to sit through Survivor Series 1995 because I don't remember much of that show, but whatever. We get a package about Shawn Michaels and his team... Going into Survivor Series. We get a squash match by Amin Johnson versus Jake Steele. This is literally a 0 out of 5. Afterwards, Amin Johnson cuts a promo and I cannot understand a damn where he said. A lot of incoherent babbling and yelling. And Vince McMahon is like, ah, ha, ha, Amin Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Like, okay. Then we get a sit down with Diesel and Bret Hart. They are... Showing respect to each other. They can't wait to mix it up with each other. This was pretty much nothing. Diesel without the attitude. You're building up two dudes with attitude. Him and Shawn Michaels. Diesel without attitude is just... You want to talk about vanilla. Anyway. Then we get King Mabel in another squash match. This is why it's so hard to sit through Raw at this time. And I expected this. Like I know what 1995 was for WWF. So it's not like I'm like so surprised, but when you're sitting through Nitro and you see 
shows that have Sting versus Malenko, Guerrero versus B-Bad, Ming versus Macho Man, and you, on the other hand, have show a show where there's two squash matches so far, horrible promos, no hype for the pay-per-view this Sunday. The opening matchup was a segment where someone's running away because the guy has slop all over him. It's really hard to compare the two. And I could see why WCW wins the Monday Night War in 1995. Because look at what they're putting up on the other channel. Even, like, I I am very fair. WCW has a lot of hokey shit. I cannot stand the Dungeon of Doom. I hate everything about the Dungeon of Doom. I cannot stand... Disco Inferno. <laughs> Nothing against Glenn Gilberti. I just always hated the Disco Inferno character. But the wrestling is always stellar on the other channel. It's just so hard to compare these two. We get Razor Ramon versus Psycho Sid for the IC title. Well, no. It was announced that this is not for the IC title because they don't know. Grill Monsoon, president of WWF, says he doesn't know if 123K will be a trustworthy special referee. And he's right. The one, two, three kid was not a trustworthy special referee. He helps psycho. He he sells out, basically. He sells out and joins Ted DiBiase's million dollar family, and he helps Psycho Sid win the title. Well, it was not for the title. This show sucks. Psycho Sid wins the matchup, not the title, and. We go off the air with one, two, three kid walking away with Ted DiBiase. Uh, why not have some last-minute real hype for Survivor Series on this show? This show, this show gets a point five out of five stars, man. I, I, I uh, damn, 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 damn. Can we just fast forward to the Attitude Era? Can we please fast forward to the Attitude Era? Because as much as I want to do that, I'm not going to do that. Just for the fact that I'm going to be in this for the long haul. I want to relive the whole Monday Night War. But these are dark times. Anyway, catch me on Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday Night, AEW versus NXT. Catch me on Thursday for Making an Impact, going back in time, discussing TNA Impact from 2005. A great, great, great primetime special. And then catch me on Friday, Brand Supremacy, Raw versus SmackDown from 2002. We're on the road to Judgment Day. Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan for the Universal, well, Universal, for the Undisputed title. I am all over the wrestling timeline that it's starting to morph and I'm having my own Mandela effect in my brain right now. So forgive me with that. For all my fans of what else I do in the hip-hop world, if you are a fan of the Lords of Gotham and if you are a fan of Mike De Niro for my rapping prowess, then check out today. Today on Slapbox Music Groups, YouTube page, the Lords of Gotham live podcast. Also, every Tuesday, the Lords of Gotham podcast will be 
everywhere that you listen to podcasts, from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, from Google Podcasts, Android Podcasts. Let's put it this way. If you enjoy this podcast, it's probably on the same app that you enjoy this podcast. So don't just listen to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Also, if you're a fan of me, download the Lords of Gotham podcast because it will be thoroughly appreciated. We talk hip-hop. We talk our lives. If you want to know more about me as an individual and as a person and not just about my fandom as wrestling, that's the podcast to check out. If you want to get a little snippet of it, then tune in live today. Slapbox Music Group. We will be live with the Lords of Gotham podcast. Interact. Hit us up. Comment. Follow us on Instagram at Lords underscore of underscore Gotham. If you want to follow this show on Instagram, follow at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Slapbox Music Group. Comment. Let me know that you're a fan of the Wrestling DeLorean Pod and you're here for Mike De Niro. You're here for De Niro. Also, check this podcast out on TheWrestlingHeadquarters.com. Have a great week. Enjoy your week, everybody. Get that last-minute Christmas shopping in. And if you can't because of the tough times that COVID has brought upon us, know that we're all in the same boat. We're all going through our own struggle. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Stay positive. Stay hopeful. Stay blessed. I love you all. I love all my followers. I love all my listeners. And just know that we are all in this together. Take care. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 